Hey moms, welcome to this episode of the Dorenda Wilson podcast. I'm Dorenda, wife to one, mom to eight, nana to 10, and 30-year veteran homeschooling mom. I'm also the author of three, soon to be four books, The Unhurried Homeschooler, The Four-Hour School Day, Unhurried Grace for a Mom's Heart, and my new release coming out March 5th, Raising Boys to Men. I'm super excited about this new book that's coming out. Um, you can find the three that are already out on my website or at, uh, my website is dorindawilson.com or at Amazon. That will also be true for the new book that is coming out. And if you'd like to have free access to my devotional, Unhurried Grace for a Mom's Heart, just go to my website and join my subscriber email list. I'll leave a link in the show notes for that. Um, when you're part of that list, you will also be kept up to date on all the latest giveaways as I get ready to launch my new book, Raising Boys to Men, a simple, mercifully short book on raising and homeschooling boys. You know, moms, uh, although we live in love and not fear, the possibility of being falsely reported to CPS is a real cause for concern, especially in light of unexpected situations like what happened to my family. But what if there is a situation with potential risk that has not yet materialized? Is there a law you are concerned about that you would like to understand better? You may not need legal representation, but legal advice would be extremely useful. Christian homeschool families can experience this peace of mind by joining Heritage Defense. Members can schedule free consultations with Heritage Defense attorneys to receive expert advice in these complicated situations. Find out more to apply for membership at heritagedefense.org. That link will be in the show notes. Now, today I'm talking about caution and goal setting. You know, sometimes we or someone else sort of oversells goals to us and we end up frustrated because we aren't accomplishing what we had hoped when we set the goals. Now, this can happen in any area, and I will be talking about that in just a minute, but it can also include teaching our kids math. It doesn't always take a direct path like we might might anticipate or even set our goals accordingly. Have you ever felt limited by grade-specific math materials? Ever wished your child could revisit earlier lessons or jump ahead when they're ready? Here's a not-so-secret gem that I've come across. CTC Math, where boundaries and learning simply don't exist. With a single subscription, you gain access to all lessons across all grade levels from kindergarten right up through 12th grade. Imagine the freedom. Struggling with a concept? Jump back a grade for clarity. Ready to advance? Forge ahead. Perfect for homeschoolers, after-school tutoring, or anyone wanting to truly master math at their own pace. Unlock unlimited potential with CTC Math. Dive in today at ctcmath.com and redefine your educational journey. Now, a couple episodes ago, I talked about simple ways to regroup as we start the new year. Today, I want to offer a gentle caution as we set those goals for the new year. I had to laugh because our oldest daughter sent me a reel from Instagram. Some of you may have seen this grandma that's on there. She lives out on a ranch and she just does these really funny um, reels and videos on Instagram. But anyway, 
This particular one was um, her son asking her what kind of goals or resolutions she had for the new year. Did she have 25 places she wanted to travel to? And she just kept looking at him saying, well, I'm just going to take what comes to me. Um, She alluded to wanting a grandchild. But other than that, she was just sort of like this open-ended you know, like she was open to whatever happened in the new year. And you know what? I think that this is something that we learn as we get older. We learn that we have way less control than we think we have. Now, that does not mean that we shouldn't set goals. That doesn't mean that goal setting is bad. Setting goals is good. But even in setting goals, we need to practice being wise women of God. Now, that's something that I talked about in the last episode, how one of our goals this year on the podcast is to really move intentionally toward becoming wise women of God. And I can relate to that grandma. In fact, my daughter, when she sent that reel to me, she's like, mom, this is so you. And it's true. This is sort of where I've come since, um, you know, as I've gotten older, you know, I th- like I said, I think that goal setting is good, but there's some things that we need to consider. So I wanted to share a few of those things with you today to sort of help maybe, oh, I don't know, just sort of soften how you're moving forward or maybe redirect you or maybe just give you that much more discernment as you set your goals for the new year. I think about two verses particularly that come to mind, Proverbs 17, verse 12. It says, the prudent sees danger and hides himself, but the simple go on and suffer for it. So setting goals, looking ahead. Um, I think I've heard another translation, um, a wise man looks ahead, but a fool keeps going and suffers for it. So we want to be wise in our planning. We do want to look ahead. We do want to have a certain amount of plans, but how we go about making those plans is kind of what I want to talk about today. I had to laugh though, as I looked up another translation of that particular verse. So I'll read the, the verse again, Proverbs 17, 12 says, the prudent sees danger and hides himself, but the simple go on and suffer for it. Or a wise man looks ahead, but the simple keep going and suffer for it. The message translation cracked me up. Here's what it said. It said, a prudent person sees trouble coming and ducks. A simpleton walks in blindly and is clobbered. And I think sometimes this is what can happen if we're not taking a certain amount of caution that I'm going to be talking about here in a minute towards our goal setting. Proverbs 16, 9 says we can make our plans. So God is not against us making plans, but a wise man, uh, but it says we make our plans, but the Lord determines our steps. Again, a wise man looks ahead, but a fool keeps going and suffers for it what we need to do is understand that all of our plans need to be yielded to the Lord. We're going to we're going to make these plans prayerfully and intentionally and be disciplined and all of that um but we're all we are also clear on the understanding that God is the one who determines our steps and he may have us divert for one reason or another. He may not. But I think one of the things that we need to keep in mind as we're making these goals, and I'm sure that I'm probably preaching to the choir here. You probably already know this and are doing this, but I'm going to say it anyway. Our goals need to be prayerfully considered. James 4 verses 13 to 16 says this, 
Come now, you who say, today or tomorrow, we will go into such and such a town and we'll spend a year there and trade and make a profit, yet you do not know what tomorrow will bring. What is your life? For you are a mist that appears for a little time and then vanishes. Instead, you ought to say, if the Lord wills, we will live and do this or that. As it is, you boast in your arrogance. All such boasting is evil. So you can see here that God is not saying we shouldn't make plans. He's saying we're we're laying those plans before the Lord. We're yielding them before him, and we're going to continue to carry them out as long as he doesn't redirect another way. But again, going into our planning, we need to take a few precautions. Now, the point um, made in that passage does, again, take us back to Proverbs, which talks about God determining our steps. But here's one thing we need to keep in mind. In our culture, there is a big push towards self-improvement, right? We see it all over Instagram. I'm getting all kinds of ads for, you know, Pilates for grandmas and <laughs> stuff like that, which I'm not opposed to. But we have we have goals being pressed on us by the media, even by our peers, by people we know, our particular group of friends, um, by advertising, marketing. And I think we need to be careful who is informing our goal setting, okay? We want to bring our goal setting to the Lord and ask Him what He has for us. So like I said, our culture pushes towards self-improvement. This is actually not what God calls us to, believe it or not. It's easy to get that confused because we hear it so much and we hear it in the church. I'll go as far as to say that many churches, the way that the preaching um, and the teaching happens is more along the lines of motivational speaking and more along the lines of self-improvement rather than obedience to God. And moms, that's what we're called to. We are not called towards self-improvement. We are called to obedience. And when we're living in obedience to God, we become everything that he has called us to be. So it starts with him as the focus, not ourselves, not our lofty goals. And now he may have really put something on our hearts that's absolutely can be absolutely true. The Holy Spirit can be leading us towards certain goals. Um, That's absolutely true. But we need to just be careful who is informing our goal setting. So some of the temptations that happen as we're goal setting is number one, especially as moms, not considering how much time the normal everyday things take. Because here's the bottom line, moms, remaining faithful to what appears to be the mundane routine doesn't sound exciting when everyone is, when everyone else is sharing their lofty, seemingly well laid out plans to lose 20 pounds or to, you know, um, even do good things like spending, you know, a thousand hours outside. I love that goal. I'm all about that. Again, you want to ask the Lord for wisdom. What does he have for you? What what season are you in right now? To plan, uh, this is a second temptation, is to plan far more than we can actually pull off. Not being realistic. Now, we don't want to be 
undermining goal setting. Like goal setting is good. We want to set goals. That's the only way we're ever going to get anywhere is if there's something in mind that we're working towards, right? But our goals will only be met if they are what God has for us. And what God has for us is sustainable. God is not going to call us to goals that are not sustainable. And, and we only know what's sustainable by looking at how much time our everyday life currently takes. You might be in a season where you have a lot of little ones and your goal needs to be just to care well for those little ones, to nurture them, to be fully present, to be as organized as you can, but also flexible. And in those that, that particular setting, God is going to do great and mighty things in you. He is, he is a God of taking these small things and the things that look foolish to the world and making them absolutely full of redemption and sanctification. So if that is where you are, moms, I'm telling you, this is a sweet and beautiful place to be. It is hard work. It is not easy. But your goals to care for your children, to nurture them, to be present, to glorify God in how you're responding to them and how you're responding, saving enough energy for your husband and nurturing your marriage in the midst of a very physically demanding season. Those are beautiful, wonderful goals that God loves and will absolutely honor. So what God has for us has to be sustainable. He is not about torturing us. He will challenge us, but even, but often even in the simplicity of our everyday lives, the challenges are there. They come. They are not always expected. You don't plan those challenges. God brings them in un- unplanned and randomly and spontaneously. And we need to have our hearts in a place where we are ready to respond to those in faith. So we are not planning so much for our everyday lives that one, it's not sustainable. And two, we can't respond in faith to what God has called us to in raising our children in the nurture and admonition of the Lord. So we would need to be super careful Um, When it comes to our goal setting, again, that we are prayerful and we understand that it has to be sustainable because at the end of the day, God is not obligated to empower us to do something that he is not leading us to do. You know, um, the one of the things that I've learned over the years as I've, I've set goals and tried to meet them is this. That so much of life is about plotting. It is about being faithful in the day in, the day out, what the world would call mundane and unimportant. But we know what God says about that, right? He says, um, the foolishness of God is wiser than the wisest man and how the world will see things that are foolish and God calls them wise. So we live in an opposite world. So this, 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 job that you're doing that they would call mundane, we have to change our our thinking and we need to think like God. And this is how we become wise women of God, is we understand that what we're looking at that's in front of us to do is valuable. It is important. And we want to do our very best at it because I'm telling you, moms, God is going to honor it. Every day we are sowing seeds, every single day, whether we are intentionally sowing seeds 
or unintentionally. So we want to be intentional about how we are investing into our marriages, our relationship with God, and our children. We need to keep that a priority. So again, this is about plotting. And plotting takes faith and trust and perseverance and resilience. Moms, these are the characteristics of a wise woman of God. This is how we become wise women of God. So being wise in our goal setting will keep us from becoming discouraged, depressed, or even despairing. Our husbands, they need a wife. And our kids need a mom who is realistic, hopeful, trusts in the Lord to direct her steps, knows how to persevere, knows how to work hard, but also knows when to let go and when to rest. Now, you might not have been able to, in the busyness of the holiday season, been able to listen to this short series that I did on finding rest in the Lord, because, you know, that can be a difficult thing to do. But the series is finding rest in the Lord physically, finding rest in the Lord mentally, finding rest in the Lord emotionally, and finding rest in the Lord spiritually. So if that's a struggle for you, I would love for you to go and listen to that series and be encouraged. So moms, let's be wise in our goal setting. Let's be cautious that we are yielding all of it to the Lord and and, and just taking back taking back from him what he actually has for us and remembering that he does not, he's not obligated to empower us to do something that he is not um, calling us to do. So let's be prayerful. Let's be intentional. um, Let's trust the Lord and uh, put our faith in him and go into 2024, making our plans, but allowing God to direct our steps. Let's pray. Lord, I just thank you so much for your kindness and goodness to us, Lord. You are a good, good God. You are so faithful in the midst of the ups and the downs and the trials and the afflictions and whatever you have for us in 2024, God, we trust that you will walk with us, that you have a path of peace through whatever you have for us in 2024. God, we're gonna put our hope and our trust in you and we are gonna continue to move toward becoming wise women of God. In Jesus' name, amen. 